What? I thought you were breathing, and I thought that was an invitation to okay. be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so I get my stuff out. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I was getting ready to. <laughs> G- give us a okay. Let's all get best horses, and we'll continue. <laughs> okay, Courtney. Ooh, Carl. Right pie. <laughs> Mine is more. <laughs> it looked like why you were your fingers like this? like you were. I was an Italian. No, I was an Italian horse. <laughs> <laughs> because Italian horses frequently do that with their hooves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to milk my neighbor Cannoli, with mozzarella. a pointy nipple. <laughs> what did Jay say? Cannoli mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of tonight. <laughs> oh, Can I go home? We're not going to top that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Breathe in. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another Wicker Biscuit. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello. hello. How you doing, guys? Great. All right, let's kick this off with some introductions. Who do I have? Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Carl. Hey, Carl. Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Jay. Hey, Jay. And on Zoom. And Leah. And we've got Leah. And as always, I'm your host, Gary. So how's everybody doing today? Fantastic. Oh, yeah? Anybody got any fun quips to share or any silly stories? You know, we live in one of the coldest places in the world. No kidding. I mean, that's legit. I mean, we've been on, like, TV shows mentioned as one of the coldest Mm -hmm. places. Yep. Um, where our studio is here, and uh, now you got to be yeah. careful because Ryan doesn't want people to know yeah. where it is. It is a hidden the, thing. Yeah. the studio itself. They can know yeah. what city. They just yeah. can't know where the studio. Yeah, is. yeah, fair enough. But I'm still stunned when it happens, and especially if it's going to arrive like two weeks late. Like usually, this is like beginning of January kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. this is insane. Yeah, I mean, just not being able to get warm mm-hmm. yesterday. But to be fair, we were also been outside for the last. Like I, 72 hours or so. I don't know if I'm broken or what, but like the cold hasn't bothered me yet. And I was out as much as Carl was. And I was like, I'm good. I'm fine. Hmm. That's impressive. Sorry, That's cold impressive. ghost. <laughs> I thought, yeah. For some reason, my brain processed it at first as cold goat. And I'm like, That's a thing. And then I'm like, Oh no, he said ghost. Ghost. Yeah. But, but it could no. be a cold goat. I love the a idea ghost of a, of a cold goat. Ooh. I like it. I like it too. No, you're right. I think it's part of it, too, is we've encountered so many different types of people mm-hmm. because we've been helping my mother relocate. Yes. So we're doing, like, two hours apart here, doing a road trip, you know, massive U-Haul truck. Like, we're encountering so many people in person, on the phone, with customer service, and, like, where are you at? Um, props to the Big Orange Company for giving us an extra day for free because of the weather. Do they so, have a Big Orange couch? Because they no, should. But they sure also didn't have any moving blankets. Like they said, they put 12 in there and there weren't a single one. But <laughs> yeah, the thrills of moving during a blizzard, then an extreme cold snap. But so well, I don't envy you, but um, I also applaud you. It's um, good to be warm in a month. I was going to tell you, taking the stuff off the truck is like fun almost. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's like we don't have to do this part again. It's yeah. coming off. 
When Amanda and I moved back to Eau Claire, um, we had the misfortune of having um, <clears throat> a, a period of, of we couldn't move everything right away, so we had a storage unit. <laughs> so it sucked because we were unloading a U-Haul, filling a storage unit, so that and then later. just knowing that in yep. a week oh. we're gonna have to empty that fucker again and put it back in a house. But anyway, yeah. it is what it is. We did the same thing. But then when we came back to the storage unit, it had mm-hmm. rained and it was just kind of like a real wet, moist, like few weeks. Everything was mold covered. Oh, oh yeah. And we ended up having to buy a brand new everything. That's terrible. That mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. No, the weather, I think, I don't know. I just don't think you're ever going to get it right, like, when you move. I mean, mm-hmm. you just don't know what to expect. You'd be prepared for anything, but yeah, but it's going to happen. Yeah, and so for our listeners, we're recording this a little early, but this is going to be our Valentine's Day episode. So we're in the thick of the misery of January right now, but we're looking towards happier, lovely things. Uh, any other fun stuff anybody wants to share? Ruggles was a great therapy dog today. Ooh, tell me about that. She came to my office because mm-hmm. I think she's a little stir crazy about like having to stay inside with the cold weather because she normally really loves the snow, but it's even too cold for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came to the office with me and she was so excited. As soon as I said, do you want to come to work with me? She like ran over to the door and started woofing at me like and I wasn't ready yet. And she's just looking at me like, come on, mom, let's go. <laughs> um and she came to the office and she greeted everybody and she gave them hugs and smooches and was very respectful of people's boundaries. Very as nice. As much as a dog can be. And she was such a good girl. That's and awesome. It was just, so she, she was, was totally a professional in the workplace. She was. And she was so happy with her job well done. She got all the praise and she, all the good girls. And she just did really good. That's so, right. She's making a little bit of noise right now, but that's okay. I think she has to go potty. She does not. She's she lying. just went before oh. we came downstairs. Well, she's trying to trick me. Well, I appreciate you being worried about her, but yeah, she's a trickster. <gasps> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Other than I'm going to say, Courtney and I had some Chinese food today for supper, and it was a five out of ten. It was a five out of ten. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, we live in an area where it has a great amount variety breadth of, and that's where we went wrong. We went to a chain place. Oh. Yeah. I was well, a little underwhelmed. How do you expect to get Chinese that. food from a place that sells chains? No <laughs> kidding. That was dumb. <laughs> Ooh, that was loud. Sorry. Yeah, no okay. problem. Yeah, don't Duh. go back to my hardware and the store only for Chinese. The reason they got a five out of ten was because the panda was cute. <laughs> if you get my drift. I got it. You yeah. got it. And in a fix, like, that's, I mean, I get it, but, yeah. Mm. Now I want it. <laughs> go buy me some. <laughs> Well, you know, I it's one of those places where it varies. If you get it when it's fresh, it's really good. But anyway. All right. Well, on that note, how about we jump into our main biscuit tonight? So, like I said, this is our Valentine's Day episode. And to kick this off, we thought nothing would be funnier than to have Valentine's Day horror stories. So, I went out and did some looking for some... Uh, Stories of Valentine's Day that didn't quite go the way the people planned it. Uh, we'll start off here with a couple things that I found on Reddit. So first up is really short one. <clears throat> and actually, I found this on a couple different places. But um, 
I, I thought this was great. So there's a lady that was trying to do something nice for her husband. So here she says, she came home dressed as the Hooters girl with hot wings, but they gave my husband horrible diarrhea and he ended up in the hospital with dehydration for two days. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> Just short and sweet. But I thought, you know, a wife trying to spice things up and dressing up like a Hooter girl is a lot better than like taking them out to Hooters. Mm-hmm. for valentine's day because then the focus is all on her and you know, right. either way i get it sometimes these things happen how much diarrhea do you need to have to get to the hospital for dehydration probably a lot because usually they don't admit you they just say go take some pedialyte or something or some gatorade and I suck it up just can't well, IV for and of course my inquisitive mm-hmm. nature also is like okay how awesome was the hooters girl costume yeah and then mm-hmm. also where did these wings come from? Like, right. because that's not, right. I mean. We don't know if she made the explicit. wings or if the wings came from yeah. Hooters. And that, how awkward would that, I didn't even think about that until just now, but how awkward would that be dressed in that outfit and then going to pick up the wings? And they're like, bitch, you don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make her wait on a table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, who undercooked these wings? <laughs> oh, question. no. Yeah. So. I just feel like he couldn't handle Crohn's. <laughs> maybe that was the night yeah sorry man so then the other one on this from the reddit i'll read that for you here or actually amanda would you want to oh, read that sure thing okay all right so nine years ago i was dating a guy who informed me that he had three traffic citations that he never paid due to financial trouble and so they had gone into warrant status at the time i worked in the legal field so to be a nice person i went to court spoke to the judge got them taken out of warrant status and pled down to parking citations and pled the or and paid the 15 dollars fees for each of them that's a very nice human Uh, I saved this guy a total of well over $2,000 and several points off his driving record in a matter of minutes. Some may say I shouldn't have, and looking back, I tend to agree, but I'm just the kind of person that will always help anyone when I can. The following week was Valentine's Day. We had plans for him to come over to my house for a nice home-cooked meal, so she saved him money and she's going to cook for him, so... (laughs) Hopefully not wings. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe he does deserve diarrhea wings. I don't right. know. Well, let's finish the story okay. and we'll talk well, about Well, let's that. find out. Okay. So I spent all day getting dolled up. Hair, nails, makeup, a nice new dress, lingerie, the works. I had just gotten the food on the stove and the candles lit when he called and said he wouldn't be over. Confused, I asked why. That's when he proceeded to break up with me and tell me that he only used me for my legal contacts to get his warrants <laughs> taken care of. It completely broke my heart. I got the last laugh, though, because the following week I found out he got another ticket the day after Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she never, like, helped someone that way again. Well, Way to ruin it, pal. Yeah, that was, that was a rotten thing to do, no doubt. Yeah. I hope she, like, I mean, I hope that whatever morphed into something great for her as far as being that kind. But yeah. also... Heck yeah, for her getting dialed up and doing the things she wants to do to take yeah. care of herself. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, a lot of shitty people out there. And, you know, in hindsight, she's better off for dodging that bullet, you know? Definitely. I do like that it didn't cost her she anything. She didn't really dodge the bullet. Like, the bullet just left. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. All right. So next up, I got a couple from BuzzFeed. So I picked out number two. And... Courtney, do you want to read this or do you want me to read it? Or I can. Okay. I had been dating this girl for three months. It was Valentine's and she insisted on a specific restaurant at a specific time. I made a reservation and we went. 
Well, her ex was there, and a new lady, and I didn't know this. Oh, with a new lady, and I didn't know this, but her ex and I look very similar. This lady had a type. Long story short, she wanted to make said ex jealous, and it worked. We broke up at the restaurant, and I found out two weeks later that they were back together. I hope they're well. <laughs> That's Jeez. shitty. This is definitely the bigger person, because he, you know, wishes them well. But, uh... Yeah, that is a pretty shitty thing to do, huh? Mm-hmm. Is there something that, like, getting used on Valentine's Day? Is there, like, a common theme that we're That's starting? It's definitely a theme in this, <laughs> for sure. Um, some people definitely use this as a way to use people, which is, you know, wow. I think because people go all out, so, and there's probably a little bit of desperation, you know? Fair. I personally have no problem, back in the day, being alone on Valentine's Day, it didn't bug me one bit, but there's some people that just have that expectation you didn't have a lot of valentines alone i had a crap ton before you it's only because we've been together for so long so yes i've been together okay yeah i mean <laughs> the ratio now like more than half of your life yeah we just <laughs> crossed that point where i've been together longer with amanda than i've been alone without amanda we crossed that because you've been a putnam now longer than you were in alberts right no oh but you've Not been quite. with me yes okay anyway that's wild all right, next one I have. We're old. Three. <laughs> Actually, no. We just met when we were seven. <laughs> Not really. I got married when we were nine. <laughs> we moved fast. All right. Yeah, let's move on to the next one then. I was admitted to the ER at 8 a.m. and was told my appendix was way too big and that it needed to be removed before it burst. They didn't get me into the surgery until 7 p.m. And I wasn't allowed to eat this whole time. My now husband was by my side the whole time. And once I was out of surgery, we ordered a heart-shaped pizza from Papa John's. But it was absolute trash. It was a super lame Valentine's Day. (laughs) I'm surprised that they allowed them to, like, eat anything. Well, yeah. I suppose after it was done, who knows. Didn't I sneak you some food mm-hmm. when you were? In... Yeah. So when Ryan was in the hospital, mm-hmm. I didn't have surgery though. They were just making me not yeah. eat because they were checking all my make sure you don't have internal bleeding and blah blah blah. And they told me that night, oh tomorrow you get real food. And I was like, oh. And then they laughed and I was like, let's not wait, Gary. Go get me some Doritos. Right. And he Aww. did. And I ate them and they were the best Doritos I've well, ever I, had. I think we actually asked and they're like, you can, but the kitchen's closed, so they weren't going to get you food. Before. Sure. But then that morning, what they bring me? Coffee and chicken broth fucking bitches they lied because i'm like where's my goddamn food so i never got food food in that hospital ryan and gary did sneak food in for me that's true yeah Mm -hmm. we brought him a taco it was very nice when did the heart-shaped pizza thing become like uh it's just a common it's like less pizza yeah that's true Like, but, take a math class, people. I mean, I would say that's <laughs> within the last couple decades. I'm sure, like, some independent shops had done it, like... Yeah, that's true. ...locally, but... I'm all for it. it. It's a dumb gimmick, but why not? I say, like, just make it like a regular pizza, and then just cut it so it has a heart shape in it, and then you can still get that pizza Ooh. that is, like, the extra pizza. I think I've I seen... Go ahead. Those, I, th- I think people do, like, a heart of, like, pepperoni. That's exactly what I was going to say. There you go. Yeah. Do a round pizza, but do a heart in the toppings. Yeah. 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 Per Google, it says restaurants have been making heart-shaped pizzas at least since 1955, when yeah. one appeared at Los Angeles mainstay Villa Capri. That makes sense. The trend grew among local pizza parlors and finally hit national chains like Papa John's and Pizza Hut in the late 2000s. Okay. I was right. Right on. I just Thank you, I remember Amanda. them popping up like yeah. 
Totally. But I, I think it is probably pretty cool for like teenagers. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it's probably something and people that don't have that think, idea to go out for formal. I think a lot of things like that are more fun for teenagers. Like I, I envy them sometimes. Like, oh, I remember getting dressed up and going to McDonald's that, before a dance just because yes. it wasn't fancy. We yes. were like, we're in our fancy clothes. Well, actually, and it's cool that you brought that up because there is one that kind of matches that. So we'll, we'll pop that in and talk about that one. Was it Valentine's Day when uh, we went to that one place that we ended up leaving because it was the menu was basically you could get fish? Yes. Amanda oh, and I went to a place once. And I guess their theory was seafood is an aphrodisiac. So the whole oh. fucking menu was seafood. Amanda and I don't like seafood. Specific seafood. It was is. all <laughs> It was seafood. all. Yeah, there, there was there not was only anything. one dish that was chicken. And it was something that we wouldn't want to eat anyway. So it's like, why would we? So we just left. And it was super expensive because it was Valentine's Day. So it was like everybody was all whatever. It was like, oh, I no. was thinking the same thing. <laughs> they want to love you, Gary. Is it really an aphrodisiac, Carl? Or are they just getting Get shit-faced? Shit <laughs> because you <laughs> yeah. notice every time, like, people are chugging the wine. That's true. You know, yeah. like any time of these sexy meals. Now, I don't do that. So what, what wine pairs with fish? Or is it? Usually a white. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of the same philosophy with red meats. And isn't the white usually sweeter? Yeah. So they'll, yeah, I can see them downing that more then because it's, yeah. you know. Is it, so actually, is seafood actually good or is it just shitty and we need to drink a lot of booze <laughs> well, so then we don't mind it? There's also a lot of theories like, you know, the butter queen, the whole thing of like lobster or crab is like you just drowned it in butter. So is it really that people like the seafood or they just fucking love butter? And that's no. the only acceptable way to just drink butter? Well, no, I... You remember in <laughs> elementary school where we... That was literally a mashed potato. Oh, my gosh. You were saying... The, the oh, ladle one. of butter. It's my favorite. I missed something you said, though. But Oh, just microwave popcorn is a good delivery vehicle for... Oh, yeah. Yeah. True yeah. story. I just think... Oh, yeah. There is probably something... Theater popcorn is a good way to deliver butter flavoring. <laughs> True. That's not butter. And I, I and thought Micon actually puts real but butter But sometimes on. when I make popcorn, I don't want real butter. I want that stuff. Fair I want enough. it to be like... Slimy and delicious. There's probably something about sensual about eating, though. I mean, there's probably an element to that because you're interacting with your mouth. Then just not if you're tongue, tongue a pudding cup. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's the irony. The I didn't skip to it. Literally, the next one was the one that was relevant. So Ryan, could I have oh, you read great. that? Great. In high school, my boyfriend drove me to McDonald's where he put uh, put my present, a charm bracelet, in my McNugget box. I should have known then. Yeah. Uh, good or bad. I'm I, not sure. Right, I took it as know. bad and I put this down with a note specifically. I disagree. I think it's very sweet. I think sweet. that was incredibly sweet and awesome. She's probably just a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what should she have known? That he was thoughtful and creative? Right? Yes. Yeah. You should have known that. I completely agree. Jessica. A box of nuggets. I don't know what she, more she wanted. No kidding. Oh, right. She should be making out with him at go. the end of this. The, the the vegan on the podcast even agrees, and she doesn't <laughs> want enough. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Leah. You're just vegetarian, not vegan, right? It's vegetarian. Yeah, I didn't mean to call you out incorrectly. <laughs> so the joke is, even the vegetarian says, fuck it, bitch. You enjoy those nuggies. <laughs> I, um, back when I was in high school, I, I can't remember if it was prom or fall formal, something along that lines and you typically go out take your you know your date out for something fancy before the dance and our joke that year was we had numerous people calling mcdonald's requesting a table for two like we had to make you know prior arrangements and reservations hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i think it's 
perfect. So this this next one is pretty short and sweet. And if Jay, if you could just give this to the group. Oh, no worries, man. He gave me his clean STI test on Valentine's Day. We lasted a month. (laughs) Wow. I wouldn't date that person because they use the word clean to refer to STIs, and that pisses me off. We just talked about that this weekend with one of our friends, where they were insulted because somebody would be like, oh, no, I'm clean when it comes to that. And she would then respond, well, I showered too, because getting an STI doesn't mean that you're dirty. dirty. No. Because if you didn't know, what did you? Well, do even wrong? if you did know, like you have you have a manageable disease, you're you're a human being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the dehumanizing. How I, many... have to, I have to say, it even like for me, it almost triggers me too. Like in the last few years, especially for even like substance abusers and people that are in recovery for any number of things. Like I hate hearing the word "I'm clean." Well, that doesn't like you're devaluing other people along the way, and yeah. it's like you're telling me about you. Focus on you. It's like I don't like to use the word sober to describe myself, even though technically I'm a sober person, because I didn't go through the struggle of addiction and overcome it to become sober. Like, I'm just, I just don't do any of that stuff. So, like, I don't like the title because I'm like, I didn't earn that. You know what I mean? No, I get that. Off topic, but here we go. (laughs) I feel like I, as a person with Crohn's, I would not be able to identify myself as clean all of the time. Sure. Because I'm a shitty mess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it really is not Literally. clean. Right, right. So, whatever. All right. <clears throat> okay. Um, got the next one here. Uh, Leah, is that something that you'd want to read, or do you want us to, do you want me to go to the next one? There we go. Yeah, let's, uh, okay. Two weeks before Valentine's Day, I was wandering through the holiday section at Target, and I spotted the most god-awful stuffed bear, which lit up and sang. It was the tackiest thing I had ever seen. On the big day, you guessed it, that bear ended up being my gift from my boyfriend of two years. I was nice about it, but I underscored how he didn't know me at all. We broke up shortly after when I realized that even after nearly three years together, he didn't know my actual name, only my nickname. (laughs) When called on it, he argued with me about what my name was. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. So I put this in because the bear reminded me of Courtney's bear. Mm, I love that bear. So it had it had tones of the Courtney Christmas bear, but also on its own, the idea of somebody arguing with you about what your name is. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Costco bear. No, oh, okay. No, I was talking about your your Christmas, My Christmas present. bear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the big bear from Costco. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, did I put that out? I think I may have put that in the news. Let me see. I, I think. Let me you see did. if I can bring that up for everyone. These kind of gifts, like. W- they're sweet, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't love a little bear with a heart or a little saying or something? But lots of women, lots of women do not like that. I'm and, just gonna say. Well, and for me, I don't. It's one of those things too. What do you do with it after Valentine's Day? Like, yeah. where, where do you? I mean, especially some of these like big ones you see that are like half the size of a human. Where do you put these? You donate, you donate them. It, it yeah. Yeah, it just I, there's there's definitely more thought that could go into a perfect gift for someone. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or I mean, like any thought. I feel like a stuffed animal is pretty low effort. Yeah. 
if it's if it's that kind of like just um you know bare heart yep thing in a valentine's area at a store right and not like a, oh this is your favorite cartoon or this is your favorite this thing and this yeah. is a stuffed animal specific to that that you love minimal right. effort yeah I'm not saying that totally you can't agree. like stuffed animals that's not my point right, right, right. can then we also it. unpack how do you how are you with someone for two years and realize they don't actually know your name <laughs> like, right. oh yeah how did we look over that <laughs> i mean holy moly it's almost like the bear story is its own story and then by the way on valentine's day i figured this out right, right. <laughs> i will say though that my husband for probably a couple of years kept referring to me as courtney putman oh, not okay. putnam my grandma always called the putnams the putnans uh-huh. <laughs> and she'd even spell it correctly but that's what she, she said putman that's fair but you know what also like whatever your your grandma could call me gary horseshit face and i'd be like you're so cute i don't care we also had a joke because grandpa putnam he notoriously like if you were to write you know like christmas time he would maybe write the grandchildren's a check some of the years mm-hmm. i was married t- 21 years when he passed away and he always spelled holub h-o-l-u-p <laughs> like couldn't quite grasp it, but I may mean, sympathize with this chick. Yeah. Well, I mean the the line is just goes down instead of up. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, there, there must have been some good stuff going on for two years. Yeah, but oh. yeah, I don't know. That one threw me. But do you think maybe he just pretended? <laughs> Like he just wanted to get out of here's the the conflict I'm gonna create. So he's like, No, that's not your name. Your name is Beth. And she's like, No, it's not. And he's just like, Yeah, it is. Knowing and you like bears. Yeah. You love bears, especially loud ones. They've always called you bear loving Beth. Come on. I love bear loving Beth. (laughs) Right? And he did too, sorta. Now you're barely there, Beth. <laughs> so I'm breaking up with you. Go to hell. <laughs> I love that you've channeled your like inner Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, you know, as I was using the voice, I wasn't even like that. Didn't start out trying to be that, but then as I'm doing it, I'm like, this is very Napoleon it Dynamite. Becomes something, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well right. you're Beth's boyfriend. Yeah, Beth. Bear Second. loving Beth. Jesus, Beth. Her name's Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall I go to the next one, guys? Yeah. All okay. right. Next up, I got this. One second. This is for Courtney. Oh, he's got to put his spectacles on. <laughs> he changes his pants to cook or leave the house. And he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like if I were to look out at you guys, it would freak me out. So I just got to have it for like close stuff. And I actually can read it, but fucks with my eyes anyway all right so next story here okay the guy i was dating at the time for 13 months took me to the grocery store near his home so that i could pick my own flowers and my own chocolate because in quotes i would know best what i like then we walked past the stationary section on our way to the checkout registers and i realized he also wanted me to pick out my own card (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't (laughs) I couldn't hold it in anymore and I began to cry. I was simply taken aback by how little he knew or cared about me and how evident this now was to me. 
I opened the card later that night to find that he wrote, to the one I care about a lot, (laughs) beneath a generic card message and signed it. She could have just read it and put it back on the shelf. Yeah. He didn't even know her name. No, no, no. (laughs) I... His Beth's ex-boyfriend. So theories on whether they're still together? Because she doesn't say. No. Yeah, that doesn't bode well. I think Ryan and I often talk about, like, why aren't people considerate to each other in relationships? Like, why? Like, he could have honestly had her go pick out her own flowers, pick out her own chocolates. And while she was doing that, simultaneously went and looked for a card himself. What if he thought it was the experience? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, not, a, not a great experience i mean but maybe... i don't even know what quality of grocery store this is so i don't even know what experience this is. you know well it was near his home if so we want to if we want to kick this notch kick this story up a notch i know you're all thinking it a piggly wiggly right <laughs> i mean yeah. and he made her go to the self-checkout <laughs> but like, maybe maybe his love language is quality time <laughs> And he's not good at picking gifts. I want to know what else was on this grocery bill also. What was that, Leah? Made her pay for it, too. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding, though. He he forgot his wallet. (laughs) Jesus. He was just so excited to get to the store with her. So, yeah. I mean, what did she give him? Well, we don't know. Let's theorize. What do you think, Amanda? I don't know. Maybe she gave him a rock. Courtney? That she thought was pretty. Hopefully herpes. I was actually going to say the clap. <laughs> the clap, yes. Uh, Carl, what do you think she got him? I don't know. I, I just think, obviously, she's not, like, terribly independent. I I don't know. She probably, I mean, if this is this kind of guy, probably a funny t-shirt. Like, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I need two hands for these two red solo cups or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna say I need two hands for your big cans. Ooh. Ooh, I would like that. Now, see that woman? She would have been like, "Yeah, I am gonna buy my own flowers." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this one is the one that likes the drinker. Yeah, <laughs> they like to party a little bit too much. Well, if it's all right, I'd like to bring you guys to the next one. Amanda, would you be so kind as to read this for us? Sure. <clears throat> Um, I had been dating this guy for about five months, and I had recently been introduced to his friend group. In this group was Becca, his roommate's long-term girlfriend. Uh, Becca and I were strikingly similar in appearance. I should have known then. On Valentine's Day, my boyfriend and I went to a movie and out to eat. We headed back to his place, and on the kitchen counter is a gorgeous arrangement of flowers and a card he said was for me. When I open the card, however, it is to Becca from my boyfriend. Apparently, he had mistakenly swapped cards. Being the absolute petty person I am, I said nothing. I waited until his roommate and Becca returned from their night. When Becca commented on on how nice the flowers were, I handed her the card and said, This is for you. Grabbed my coat and left. Ouch. Wow. So was was Becca in on it too? I don't think so. Or was like he just stood admirer and then decided that. So are, are we implying that he was cheating with Becca? No, I think oh. he wanted to get with Becca, and this was an okay. attempt. But um, yeah, that's weird though. Yeah, it's very. That he weird. would lay it out, and then the the roommate's coming back, like right. Yeah, because if the roommate was even close to around, you know, what if the roommate and him and Becca were all a thruple? Or maybe the flowers oh, were shit. supposed to be for that girl, but the card for Becca was going to be later, but she just sure. blew it all. But right it there. shouldn't have been for 
it, it was a card that was written to Becca from her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So he knew what he was doing. I suppose. I'm going to say that they were a throuple. Either way, it's That's fun. It's definitely douchebaggery. It's more fun than the other stuff. <laughs> hmm. Although maybe that's not nice to Becca. I don't know. No, it's tough because, like, I don't know the whole story there. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of info. Yeah. Well, and I these, mean, I think we're, sh- we're missing part of the story. For sure. Like, and, and that's part of the thing of this. These are just short and sweet yeah. little quips. So, um, like, did he just steal his roommate's flowers and give them to her? Like, is that the shitty part? Ooh. Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, oh. I mean, he certainly could have. Yeah. I wonder how long they stayed roommates if they weren't an actual thruple. Yeah, and I just don't know the element of they looked similar. Right. And that's another like common Who's theme we've heard. everybody that looks like similar. somebody else? That's yeah. what I was kind of thinking it was going to be like a mistaken identity sort of thing. Right. Like, it was going to be like, and he kissed her, but he thought right. it was me. I was, assu- mm-hmm. like, I was waiting for like someone to walk in and like have sex with somebody and then realize yeah. like in the morning, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> girl. I'm sorry, did it say that Becca was dating... The, the roommate. roommate. The roommate. Yeah, his okay. roommate. That's why I said potentially, yeah. like, oh, there's flowers on the counter. Oh, I'll just say them from me. They're from me to you. Mm-hmm. But they're really from the roommate. What if he to had girlfriend? What if? What if he had really shitty handwriting? So he had his roommate fill out the card, and then his roommate also did one for Becca, and it was all a misunderstanding. <laughs> I really don't think that happened. I just wanted to throw out a crazy mm. what if scenario. Yeah, I, I think there definitely was that immaturity there. And sure. I can tell you, I was definitely emotional in those 18, 19, 20 well, yeah. plus range. <laughs> right. Okay, shall we move on? Sure. Well, if I could have you read number 19, Courtney. All right. My idiot ex had a secret girlfriend while he was dating me. So to save time and energy, energy, he got both of us an edible arrangement for Valentine's Day. Ooh. Unfortunately, he accidentally had them both delivered to my apartment. So for Valentine's Day, I received a fruit bouquet and a very sweet note from my boyfriend, along with a second identical bouquet for someone named Jennifer. Fuck Jennifer. (laughs) Along with a near-identical note attached to his barely any credit, he didn't even try to lie when I confronted him about it. Wow. So I thought this, Jennifer was broken hearted. She didn't get a this okay. one. I threw out because I thought to myself, "This is kind of a good news, bad news scenario. If you're gonna find out that your significant other is cheating, you might as well get double fruit for it, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, like a severance package. Exactly. But it's like that FFA fruit. You're never gonna eat all of it. Maybe. I mean, that's a lot. That is true. <laughs> See, I assumed it was like those. Um, those that were like kind of cut up and dipped in chocolate or something. I don't know. No, I was thinking like the ones where they're cut into shapes and they're like yeah, yeah. The giant. Those, I think, like I think fruit for days. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like chocolate involved in some of those though, right? Possibly. Maybe. Here, I don't know. I'll just quick look up some edible arrangements. So let's take a look at them. I wonder if that other girl, Beth, would have preferred an edible arrangement of fruit versus the bear. <laughs> right. And maybe that's <laughs> what she was hoping for. Well, apparently one of these girls should have gotten a bear and Ooh. the other one should have gotten fruit. And it, right. It I wish we could, from... we could so, like swap them. Here like... we got something that looks almost like a little flower bouquet, but it's fruit cut up. That's nice. are pricey. I wonder how... In this See, there, there's some chocolate dip category. ones. I wonder in this digital era how many people, like on Valentine's Day, accidentally ship their gift to yeah. their, themselves by accident or oh, like 100%. a so family I, member by accident. I'd love to know more about the, the arrangement, but really that's not truly no. relevant to the story. But my thought in, in putting this in was 
the whole good news, bad news thing of it sucks that you're getting cheated on, but at least you found out now so you can get it over with and you got double gifts. Well, and if, if he hadn't ad- admitted to it or he didn't even try to lie, so I assume, you know, he admitted or, or what have you, mm-hmm. I, it could almost be an error on the where the fruit bouquet came from too. I mean, so I'm thinking back, I had oh, yeah. ordered things in the past and I feel like sometimes there was almost like a low effort, like lazy option for a, oh, yeah. a pre-filled <laughs> message if you wished. <laughs> so if he had ordered, yeah. but... It, it would have been really like, easy to lie through that one yeah. and... Although does it say his first and last name? <laughs> oh, True. Yeah. That's it could just center. say from Nance. And I guess at least they're identical. Like... You know, like he doesn't like one of us. More Jennifer times. is not like <laughs> Jennifer's not the. Same. I mean, oh, we're pulling the team. So we've gotten her something. There's an equity like element something. there. Yep. Like, I think that's. Did Jennifer find out because she didn't get the fruit? So did oh, he yeah. also tell her? Oh my God, she died of scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Poor Jennifer. <laughs> Oh, it's so well, Courtney was not enjoying Jennifer, so <laughs> fuck Jennifer. She didn't get fruit, and now she died of scurvy. Jennifer might be lovely. <laughs> Jennifer's going to be on our next obituary. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, Carl. Would you want to bring in our yeah, next one? Sure. Thank you. I planned a very simple Valentine's Day dinner with my then girlfriend who I'd been seeing for about three months at this point. She was very sweet and appreciative at the beginning of the night, but her mood declined as it got later. I didn't push too hard, but the day after, she stopped responding to my messages. When I finally got a hold of her and asked her what I'd done wrong, she confessed that she was upset because she assumed I was going to propose on Valentine's Day. I was absolutely shocked and said that the thought hadn't even crossed my mind because we were so early going in this relationship. Needless to say, we did not last very long after that. Right. So I had to go back and double check that the first time I read this. Yes, they'd only been together three months and she was expecting a proposal. Doesn't that seem shocking to you guys? I see. I don't, I don't ever like time frame wise for people to be in relationships. And as I've gotten older too, I think as I've matured and seen the world more and understand Mm -hmm. relationships even more, I just don't have an issue. Like I don't have a judgment on this. Like, I don't know how intense those three months sure, were. You that's know, a good point. How much older in life they were? Like, were they? Well, had it looks similar like he's thirty four. Yeah. Like, do they have he, similar interests? Now? So it's you not know? like they're knocking on death's door yet. Yeah. Right. I, I just here's I don't the know. thing. I could definitely see if somebody told me, you know, I was with my spouse. We were this many months in, three months in, and I just knew it. So I proposed. I would be like, "That's cool, man. You know, you know you best." But for somebody to expect at that point seems a little... Well, maybe right. yep. she yeah. was pregnant or dying of cancer or we needed to push the envelope a little bit. I don't know. The part that I do get judgy about, I just hate the... I, I, like, I hate using another special day as a vehicle. Thank you. Yes. For this. Yes. Yeah. Like, I agree. Make your own special engagement thing. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't propose at... Someone else's wedding. Oh, that, like, that, oh, oh, that's, that's terrible. terrible. It takes yeah. away that person's moment. Although I will say this. If you know you're going to do it, it's kind of a smart move to doing it at Christmas because then it kind of counts as a gift too. Yeah, <laughs> That does <laughs> not it's count. Just, it's just kind of the cheap way no. out. No, I have okay. four boys and I, I told them all that. I'm like, don't take the easy way out, man. 
I don't think it counts. Special day. (laughs) That is not a gift. Mind you, I didn't do it. I didn't do that. Yeah, you better not. No, no, I didn't. But that thought crossed my mind. The only one we know. No, he decided to take a trip to Spain and make that his special day. (laughs) It was March (laughs) nineteenth. Aww. Yeah. He did give me my birthday gift. Mm -hmm. It was the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yes, and we watched it in Spain. I know. Mm -hmm. That's more. That's more practical than a bear. (laughs) It was yes. Back to the bear, though. Like, I will tell you right now, if I got Amanda, like, a stuffed puppy, she'd flip out. She'd love it. Mm-hmm. But that's something back where I knew what I was yeah. doing. It, there was thought put into it. I got Gary a monkey that had a heart because I true. called him a love monkey. Yep, that's true. And <laughs> That I, was part of my test of, is he going to stay with me or is he going to be like, that girl's way too weird? <laughs> and and he was okay with it. And I'm like, mm, Okay. But if you were going to propose on Valentine's Day, where would you like? Where would you do this? Would you? I don't know. I think there is a romantic element to it. Would you do it like in front of everyone at the restaurant? Well, you do it in the Applebee's parking lot, and you just say, <laughs> "Might as well do this." There you go. Are you implying that somebody did that? It was an SNL sketch called The Needlers, oh. and they were like the couple that always fought. So, how does one decide what day to propose to somebody? I think I think Valentine's Day can be a good catalyst, like. This is something I should think about. You know, like, have a good date. Have a good whatever. But I think it should be something that should be in the future after Valentine's Day. Like, it can, it can inspire you. Yeah. That's fair. Hey, we're going to pause for just a little bit. And, right. and we'll back. In third grade, we all had to bring in Valentine's for each of our classmates and one piece of candy for each of them. My family didn't have a lot of money growing up, so my mom couldn't afford to spend the extra money for things like field trips or Valentine's or anything like that. Instead, she helped me make 20 or so handmade Valentine's for my classmates. When I brought them to class, the teacher wouldn't let me pass them out because my mom hadn't brought a special treat for the class. I had to sit at my desk and watch all the other kids exchange Valentine's and went home crying. The only satisfying part of that story was when my mom went to the school to raise hell when she found out what had happened. I have no idea why my teacher was that mean. But she did apologize to my mom and it and didn't bother me for the rest of the year. I want to pretend she didn't like talk to the girl. Like, Your mom scared me, so you're just, you get an A. <laughs> that would be nice. But that's it's it's more sad that the teacher didn't like have a sensitivity that like not everyone yeah. can afford that shit. No kidding. That's exactly. Because even when we were kids, teachers would say, like, if you have trouble, blah blah, just come talk to me. And like the teacher yeah. would buy it for you. The, or something, the, exactly. You know? The only rule for us was if you made a card, you had to make one for everyone. everyone. Right. That was the only yeah. rule in our But yeah, I I put that in there number one because it was a Valentine's Day story, but it wasn't like a love story. And number two, I'm glad that person shared it because that teacher needed to. Oh, that behavior needs to get called out. Right. Yeah. I actually. That's awful. When we were just kind of spitballing this topic, when you first heard, or like I first heard about it this week, mm-hmm. that was actually my first thought was elementary school for some reason. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's like the last time it's really like that was the height. The whole class does. It. I do agree. That's but kind of the height. I was of it. thinking you about your that whole bags. like. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like you know, some years. Everyone had to give everyone one, mm-hmm. but there were like some years where you just got whoever you got. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk more about it. But, but I've got tons to add on. That. With that, to me, the treat was you made something homemade. Like that should have been the treat. That's way no more kidding. That's this person actually put in more effort. Yeah, more thought, more zibby zabby. And now it's funny because now, like this day and age, now we're to the point where a lot of times you can't bring these treats in. That's true. So Yeah, if it's homemade, you can't. But also think about all the, like, Pinterest moms 
who it's like if your kid doesn't if they just have the store-bought valentines you're not like putting in enough effort i love the store-bought ones because it'd be like oh, there's x-men valentines i can give my friends x-men right i well seth never really cared but right. i was sure. very excited about picking them out <laughs> um one year i got a mad lib ones and so it came <gasps> oh, with like a pencil cool. and like a fun little mad lib that's all awesome. i want yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And then I would give out the remainder to, like, my office people. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always had too many. See, the beauty of a Mad Lib Valentine is it could be whatever you want. It could be a friend one. It, mm-hmm. could, be, it could be a passionate lover one. Well, he was and an elementary you don't, school. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you had... So, no. As an adult, if I had the pack, I could give... You know, I could take you could one... could give head? What? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how the packages had, like, one bigger one that was for your teacher? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I do remember that. That was nice. And some of the fancier ones would even have a couple, in case you had, like... I think I had one that had two of the big ones. So, I have a relative who was taking care of a child, and this child, at Valentine's Day, got a bunch of Valentines, like they did. They had, they had like, boxes. I think they all made a box. And they got to bring him home. And he's going through all his, and he shows my relative that he got one from some girl who, like, they're not really friends. I mean, you know, you know all your kids in your class, but you're not friends with everybody. And it just said, you're weird. With a smiley face, right? So she tells me this story, thinking I'm going to be like, oh, that child needs to be punished, and blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, what did you say to him? And she's like, well, I told him that that's not nice, and this, and and that, that girl should get in trouble, and blah, blah. And I said... I would have told him she might not have meant that as a mean thing. She might have said, you're weird. Like, you're not like all my other friends. You're an interesting person. And she just didn't have the words to articulate that you're interesting. Like, you could have spun that in a way that would give the kid confidence and be like, you're right. I am weird. But no, she made it like, oh, be a victim. Be upset. I was like, dang it. I would have done it differently. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Especially since there was a smiley face. Well, right. That's what I mean. I don't think she was being like, I hope you feel bad about this. It was like, you're weird. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. And and you couldn't say it, but like if I were to have a card for like Amanda and I said, I love you, you big weirdo, which, you know, you wouldn't be able to put in those words, but it really solidifies the big weirdo part is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. yeah. What was she supposed to write? You're a bubble blown baby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a blast from the past. <laughs> Shall we go to the next one? Would you mind uh, giving us this one, Jay? Sure can. A few years ago, my boyfriend made me a super sweet romantic dinner. The night was going great until we sat down to eat, and he barely touched his food because he wasn't feeling good. Then, he spiked a fever of 104 and was uncontrollably shaking, and we ended up in the emergency room. It ended up just being the flu, but after four years, he still hasn't made chicken parm again. (laughs) That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but... I put it in there because it's something I felt I could relate to of <clears throat> the true love is being there when somebody's going through some shit, in my opinion. I love know? that the stories where people are really genuinely trying to do something wholesome for their loved one backfires. Right. But the ones that give no shits. like <laughs> <laughs> Now, Leah, this one would fall for you if you want to read that one. You let me know. Uh, yeah, this seems relevant to me and everything about me. <laughs> you, can read, you can read it in a weird voice if you want. Okay. Heavily pregnant with our third child, my husband of seven years and I had plans for dinner and a movie on Valentine's Day. In the middle of dinner, 
at my favorite Italian restaurant, he told me that he's met someone and wanted a divorce. The waiter saw me crying and trying to stave off a panic attack and very solicit 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 Oh my fr- fuck fuckity fuck. Solicitously. <laughs> 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 no, you I got can't. there. Solicitously. <laughs> you can just skip it. Solicitously. There you go. <laughs> woo! Yeah. <laughs> woo! Not difficult. I just. Ugh. Okay. Uh, thought I was in labor. <gasps> oh no. I just wanted to disappear. And my husband has the nerve to ask if I'd like to see them. <laughs> <laughs> oh for me, I met and married the most amazing man who raised my kids as his own. And we're celebrating 20 years together in May. Sometimes you have to kiss a few frogs before you sign <laughs> Oh my goodness. Even the baby is like, what the hell? Oh, oh you didn't see Oh, that. yeah. For those who couldn't see, um, because it's a podcast, there was an advertisement for a baby on the screen. It was perfect timing. But yeah. <laughs> The baby was like, what the hell? Right. So, yeah. I mean, number one, if you're married and preggers, who the fuck does that in the middle of a meal on Valentine's Day? I mean, good God. And I read something like that. It's like, how how can that be real? And then, yeah, I remember. Yeah, there are people that totally would do something like True. that. He probably figured she wouldn't make a fuss if it was in the middle of a restaurant. Could you imagine if you did turn the movie though? Like you reach over to get some popcorn and be like, "Can I have some popcorn?" By the way, I wanted. To and was that like was that like a nervous <laughs> ask? And he's like, "Shh, movie's on, quiet." Was that like a nervous <laughs> ask when he was trying to calm her down or something? I don't know. That's a good question. Who would reasonably think that a pregnant woman would not become emotional <laughs> in this situation? I'm sure, like as soon as the breadsticks came out, she's like, "Oh my gosh, my favorite breadsticks!" <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I've been having breadsticks with someone else. How <laughs> dare you? At that point, you'd be like, who are you breaking bread with, Carl? <laughs> I bet she can't even go there anymore. Good point. He Ruined her like, favorite mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. That fucker. I didn't even consider that, but you are so right. Yeah. Ruined her restaurant. Ruined her Probably Valentine's ruined Day. Ruined dish. her vagina. Ruined her, it. Yeah. Gosh. We got to go buy her that pelvic floor exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I bet her new husband already did. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like a sweetheart. Stand up guy. <laughs> I love that that's like the criteria. <laughs> oh, he's such a sweetheart. He got me the pelvic floor exerciser. 20 years later. <laughs> that other guy, he never would have done that. No, he wouldn't have. He just let me have those swinging saloon doors. Do you think she actually married the waiter? Ooh. Oh. Maybe. No, I think the waiter was probably terrified. He was probably in the kitchen boiling water thinking it was about ready to happen. It's probably already really stressful. I saw in this Western there was towels. I don't... And a bullet to bite on them. I love that people get their baby making... Or not baby making. Baby delivering advice from a Western. Gets out all the nice cloth napkins. There is always boiling water, though. There is. That's true. Especially in an Italian restaurant. For the nudes, the noodles. The noodles, yes. Send nudes. All right. Shall I take us to the next one? Take us to church. I'll take you to church, baby. All right. Next one. My... I don't know. I just made a silly noise. I'm sorry. Okay. For the next one, let's see here. My ex proposed to me at the top of a Ferris wheel on Valentine's Day. 
I truly cared about him and loved him very much, but he was extremely selfish and a bit of a narcissist, so I knew marriage was not an option for us. My answer was, I'm sorry, but no. Apparently, he had paid the Ferris wheel operator a few extra bucks to keep us at the top for 10 extra minutes. (laughs) It was the longest, awkwardest, uh, longest awkward 10 minutes of my life. The worst part was the operator gave him a thumbs up when we got back down. <laughs> After we got off the ride, he left me to find his own ride home. In the following days, he proceeded to tell our friends how I ruined his life. When they tried to explain some of the toxic behavior to him, he told them he knew I had gotten to them <laughs> and turned them all against him. Really? Okay, where is the wild card of the toxic, first of all? (laughs) There's other relationship issues than this happening, for sure, then. Right. Because, honestly, it was pretty sweet what he did. It was. Oh, no. But at the same time. Not if she has a fair bites. Not if there's issues and she was keeping, yeah, and he was keeping her hostage. That's not okay. But I, no, no. If someone wanted me to be on a Ferris wheel and then proceeded to keep me there for 10 more minutes, I will flip out. Gary knows not to send me up there. Yeah, I think that that should have been more prepared out like, hey, if this does go south, hey, dude. Well, it sounds down. like he did not have any intention for saying no. Well, yeah, I, you maybe know. that was part of the toxicness. He was he was very oblivious to the problems in their relationship. Right. In hindsight, like with how I proposed to you, what if you would have said no? The whole rest of the trip would have just been fucking awful. Well, yeah, but you knew that I had already been told, telling like your whole extended family that we were getting married at like a month in. <laughs> That's fair. I think the root of it really is just. You're not doing anyone any favors. Don't stay with a narcissist. Well, right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, she cared about him and loved him, but marriage wasn't an option for her. Not for him, obviously. He thought it was an option. Be certain about your relationship before you're going to do something like this. Well, but typically narcissists think, like, things are fantastic. And they probably both were. (laughs) Yeah. But on the other hand, if that's where you feel your relationship is at and that person doesn't see that, like... Right. Why is she not dumping She needs to... Yeah. She shouldn't have maybe let it get to that stage. But who knows? You don't know the context between. All right. Shall we move to... No. No? Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll just read the next one. Just get it out of the way. My then-husband of 27 years took me out for a Valentine's dinner. The young waiter was all romantic and excited and explained he'd just gotten engaged. He told us how much he loved the girl and how he looked forward to spending his whole life with her. He said, basically, I want to be you guys in 25 years. My husband looked up at him and said, really? Because every day is a different dumpster fire. (laughs) People still wonder why I left him. <laughs> but he's not wrong. <laughs> I thought he was going to be mad because he's like, 25 years, what, do you think we're old? <laughs> well, and you know what, depending on how they say it, because like somebody could say, oh, don't be too envious, it's a dumpster fire, but they're saying it joking and they really wouldn't change it for anything, but yeah. Yeah, I get you. I did look up the movies that potentially the couple before may have seen. It could have been Passion of the Christ. <laughs> 50 First Dates, Barbershop 2, or Miracle. Ooh, a lot. The hockey movie? Yeah, yeah. I didn't look it Yeah. I hope it was Barbershop 2. Because <laughs> of all those movies, that's the one I would want to see. 
<laughs> because Fifty First Dates. I love de- that movie. It depresses it was me. Kind of sad. It is yeah. sad, but like it's a happy ending. But it's like my little. But she has to watch the video every day, and after a while, that's going to get really hard to do. <laughs> Especially when she's pregnant at one point. But anyways, I have grass. So yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Leah. No, just. Waking up pregnant, being like, "What the fuck?" What the? Yeah, exactly. That, no, I thought about that too. Watch the video to explain that. Mm-hmm. No kidding. All right, I'm gonna have this be the last one then. And Courtney, <gasps> so I would excited. love for you to read this one. Oh. I'm excited for you to read it, not to be done. Oh. Just, just to be clear. Very daring. The lingerie store where my aunt works was crowded with shoppers selecting Valentine's Day gifts for their wives. A young businessman came to the register with a lacy black negligee. My aunt noticed that the next customer, an elderly farmer, this is like my husband, isn't it, was holding a long flannel nightgown. It's Lyle. And kept glancing at the younger man's sexier choice. When it was his turn, the farmer placed the nightgown on the counter. Would you have anything in black flannel, he asked. (laughs) That's Mr. Hollow. (laughs) I liked it. Big things a little racier for his lady right black, black. flannel black flannel black flannel so yeah I, I like that i think you know however people feel sexy and I, I think there is an element actually that's a very global element if you think about cultures that wear a lot of coverings they're always like there's so much beauty underneath these layers and mm-hmm. i think that's pretty cool yep not me. My beauty's only skin deep. Based <laughs> <laughs> on ain't too pretty. <laughs> I do have sexy underwear on today, though. So. I saw a picture Ooh. of him wearing them. Ooh la la. That's nice. <laughs> Very appropriate for the Valentine's Day mm-hmm. episode. Thank sure. you. Didn't even right. plan it, but that, you know that worked out. And then I think then, unless somebody else has got something, that's going to wrap up our our Valentine's Day horror stories. All right. And on that, we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back. And we're back. So next up, we're going to talk about some of our personal Valentine's Day stories. I want to throw one out to the group because I think we can all contribute a little something. But one thing that I loved was the childhood Valentine's Day parties at elementary school. I loved the, the whole thing of getting those cards, filling them out for everyone. For me, the thing that really stood out was the the panic and anxiety of like, I wanted to give cool cards to guys and I wanted to give a card to a girl that didn't make it sound like I had a crush on her. Right. So, um, you know, that was my thing that really stood out. But I just, I loved the whole process and, and I opened the floor to conversation. Let me know what you, like Courtney, mm-hmm. did you guys do that in your school? Oh, absolutely. I, I remember like the week before <clears throat> Valentine's, like we all had to bring a cereal box to school. Oh, Cheerios or Rice Krispies because my mom didn't believe in sugared cereal. But right. anyways, and it was ever right. she we had a coupon for. But yeah, we'd like hack it in to like make a slot and so everything was very secretive. And mm-hmm. then, at, you know, at the end of the day, you cracked into your cereal box and you always saved the shitty ones for the people you didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always like, and I always thought it sucked because a lot of times it'd be like, hey, you have 27 kids in your class and the box had like 24. Yeah. Yeah. So then you always had extra ones and you're like, well, I give those to people who aren't in my class. You know yeah. what I miss? Like back then, 
like when you bought Valentine's, they actually came with an envelope, and there was usually like a pink or red oh, sticker yeah, that sealed it. Yeah. Now it's just like this front back open piece of paper that I don't know. It just lacks the oh. like people like had like a like you didn't know who it was from right away. Yeah, I noticed a lot of them that I've been getting for my son. Uh, you know, because now he he went through elementary school not that long ago. It wasn't even really like a card. It was just like a flat piece of paper yeah. and it would have like spongebob or something on the front and on the back it would have to and from yeah and that's it yeah so yeah yeah i de- they definitely have gone downhill and gotten cheaper but for, i suppose maybe more universal though in a way that's true yeah you know depending on the school because like it's funny that you had a cereal box i want to say there was one year we did shoe boxes mm-hmm. and then i and there was a slot and you drop it in and ryan brought up wasn't there one where we just did brown like lunch paper sacks. That's what I remember the most. I, I see what I always remember that. is you get like the white version oh, of the yeah. brown okay. paper sack, yeah. and then you got construction paper oh, to design it. Yeah, it. and you taped it to the front of your desk so that it was open. Oh yeah, sure. Yes, and people could just walk by and go. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, I do. I think what was cool. I think I pretty much probably always give Hot Wheels ones, knowing me. <laughs> but I guess looking back, I think it's probably pretty cool that. Most kids, if they had the ability to go buy them with their family, like I think they'd pick out something that they really liked. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because then you're kind of sharing with everyone kind of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. I I was lucky enough where my parents would look for input from me. They yeah. wouldn't just get me like Barbie ones. They would let box. me pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool because... You know, especially I think like kids like Ryan, like toys and comics and all these kind of fun things aren't gender specific. Mm-hmm. I think it gives you the the freedom. Oh, yeah. And that's the beauty of X-Men. You've got yeah. female characters and male characters. And even somewhere it really doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like, because I'll well, be honest, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, yeah, like I mean, Professor X can just go with anyone. He's a sensitive guy. <laughs> right. And but I think that's pretty cool. So though. sensitive he could read your mind. <laughs> And I love too, like everything would just be loosey goosey in that envelope. Like mm-hmm. they just put in a couple Cheetos from like <laughs> from their lunch or something, and be like, "Ooh, we're excited!" I totally brought little candies, but one thing that really stuck out in my mind is when I'd get the hearts because I was never a big fan of the hearts. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you'd get not every once in a while, almost every year, you'd get a box of those or like a yeah. small roll of those or something. I think that was kind of like a common those. like teacher gift. Sure. I think you know they went around and put everyone in everyone's bag. But I will say that this isn't exactly Valentine's Day, but um, we had a freshman year letter to ourselves. Um, oh, do you guys yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm. And then we got to and, open it senior and, year. And the sixth grade one too. If you went to both yes. North Star and North, because I have both mine. I don't, but uh, Gary put his gum in mine. So, uh, <laughs> like here. chewed piece here. of gum, it's or like piece. was it chewed, or was it like a stick? Yeah, it was of... chewed. No. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh. So nice. Gary's piece of gum was in my freshman letter to myself. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm not sad about it. It was like a fun thing that we did. Oh, Once okay. a year she takes out, she chews it. So <laughs> back, I'm kidding. Oh, that's <laughs> like, uh, let's put this in there. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. And we were like, yeah, cool. Aww. Uh, Leah's got this whole plot of like, if I ever need to frame him, I got some uh, DNA. We're great. Or, or clone, clone him. him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Leah, I kind of cut you off of there. That's all right. No, it's not, but what were you saying? That's that's really it. Oh, okay. 
So that's the fun thing. I forgot like, about that. Envelopes. I... And you wrote a little note, like, in the envelope, like, Gary's chewed gum or something like that. Aww. So I knew it was yours, and I remember <laughs> Like once I saw it, but yeah, good stuff. I guess it is kind of like a light kind of year, time of year, you mm-hmm. know, like because you just got past Christmas, and like you think about the end of the year, you have everyone sign your yearbook and all that other stuff. But like, just kind of a fun light activity in school. I mean, it's winter. <laughs> Did anybody have any Valentines that they got in elementary school that were a little on the devastating side? No, I, I probably. I don't know that it devastated them, but I I sent one that was not very nice. I Aww. I don't remember who it was to. <clears throat> It was somebody in a class I didn't like, um, but it was a class where, you, like, you had to give one to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I I remember sitting at the kitchen table and, like, writing all all the Valentines, like, you know, putting the names on them everything. And I think it was Ninja Turtle, like, Valentine's cards. And there was something like, you know, have a radical day or have a, you know, <laughs> totally tubular day. And I crossed out, like, the good part. So it was just, like, have a, you know, X'd out day. <laughs> Send it to this kid. <laughs> Jay was the original have a day person. <laughs> well, buddy. I yeah. think maybe I had Simpsons one one year. I went through Ooh, a very yeah. Simpsons year of my life because, like, I had like a Simpsons diary. Ooh, la, la. that was pretty cool. Nice. But I bet, I bet I had those Valentines one year. Mm-hmm. Looking back, um, I probably had X Men at one point. I had oh. glow in the dark Batman ones. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. I was very excited about them. The problem with that kind of stuff, like when I look back, the stuff you got to give to your other friends was stuff that you wanted to. So mm-hmm. there was like the struggle of like, I don't want to give these away. I want to keep them all or at least one of each. Because I remember kindergarten, like the gift exchange, I bought like a, a Super Mario Brothers coloring book and then some other sticker book, the kind that you like lick the stickers. Mm hmm. And for some reason, our kindergarten teacher let us trade at the end. And I manipulated somehow without really even trying that hard. But I did like trade, 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 trade. And I got the stuff that I brought. Like, yes. <laughs> I bring it home. And I was like, well, how did you get that? I'm like, well, we traded. <laughs> Masterful. Gosh, I remember those scratch and stuff stickers. Yeah. Those were awesome. Oh, yeah. Those were good. Those candy hearts that people would like kind of stuff in the envelopes. You'd get, like, you'd get your envelopes. And then there'd be one that was like, why has this one got hard chunks in it? Oh, it's these nasty... <laughs> Although at that age we loved them, mm-hmm. yeah. I got in a car accident trying to go buy them for us um, in my friend group in high school. Oh no! Uh, I want to say I was like maybe sixteen, making not great choices <laughs> as a new driver. To be fair, that car steering wheel was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> What's confusing about a wheel? The, the, alignment. the alignment was way off. <laughs> so like. I, I had to try to parallel park in it once, and I almost died. Not literally. I just made Leah get out and do it because it was like, I don't know how to have the wheel straight because when the wheels are straight, the steering wheel is not oh. straight. So it was like, ah. Yeah. And parallel parking is really stressful when you're a teenager anyway. Yeah. We don't have anything to read anymore, so I turned the TV oh. off because it's part of what's heating up the room. Oh, okay. Um, a, that and your TV. hot breath. Yeah. My, and my hot titties, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hot patootie, bless my soul. I really love that rock and roll. Um, one time, Gary, it wasn't a Valentine, but we could say it was. One time, Gary wrote me a note that had multiple choice question, and it was, "Whatever happened to Saturday night?" And it said, "It's still there. It's under a rock." <laughs> Jenny ate it, mm-hmm. and fucking there was, Jennifer. There was a third option, but I don't remember what it was. The, the, it's still there. It's under I a rock. It was, was the something third about one. Alyssa. It's in Alyssa's pants or something like that. Yeah. It's still there. It's under a rock. You know, it's funny. I never thought about, like, 
because obviously with Rocky Horror being part of the old UW Claire Winter Carnival time. Like it's not really a Valentine's movie, but I, I do associate I guess. it with didn't that, they that's later, when we'd see it. Didn't yeah. they later show it on Valentine's Day? Yep. Or, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So I get that kind of I've always had emotional vibes. kind of thing about it. Yeah. Even though as we've discussed when they were short on Halloween, they really played up that it was a real horror film. It's like it's not. It's like yeah. it's a it's a pastiche to old sci-fi horror. Oh, I know, I know. Well, no, I know you know. Yeah. But like that's yeah. yeah. No. It'd be like putting an Elvira movie up and be like, it's a horror movie. Like, well, not really. Oh I mean, God, it I is, but it's not. <laughs> Do you see that picture I sent with her and with Paul Rubens and and I forget the dude's name, but the guy who played Jombie. Yeah, John Paragon. He also wrote Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, he was quite the writer. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Elvira's still alive because we don't have the other two anymore. No, no, she is oh, a Papa gem. Mm-hmm. Courtney, would you be so kind as to fill us in on a little bit of the history, along with some fun facts of this holiday? Wow, I sure would. <laughs> give, me, give me one second. All right, shall we? Let's get do it. All right, you can start whenever you're ready. Well, I I started out um, just looking at information as far as how Valentine's began. There's like tons of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, they they can't really like specify. There were so many people in Rome that went by the name of Valentine that could have possibly had linked to it. So it's really hard to really dial it in. But I just picked the story I like best. <laughs> Perfect. Uh huh. So, Valentine's has its roots as a pagan fertility festival called Lupercalia. It is celebrated in Rome. It was dedicated to Faunus, the ancient god of agriculture, and Roman founders Romulus and Remus. They celebrated the day by sacrificing animals and smacking women with animal hides, a practice believed to encourage fertility. Other sources said that men would partake in a raffle where they would draw from a basket of women in their town their names, not just draw the women, you know, but anyways. Sounds like a real meat raffle. Right? (laughs) Whomever... (laughs) I like what you did there. (laughs) Whomever's name they drew would then become their lover for the next full year. Oh, Jesus. Uh Wow. And oh, then yeah. they would draw a new name. After you get that hide stank off them. <laughs> um, I did like how one article did they they did put it a little bit better. It I don't know, it also made me giggle. It says the priest would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. Oh. They would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them into sacrificial blood, and take to the streets, <laughs> gently slapping both women and crop fields with the goat hides. Far from being fearful, Roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the upcoming year. And then later that day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn, and the city's bachelors would each choose a name, and they'd be paired for the year. Mm. What happened after the year? Did they have to have a, like... Well, it said that um, it it at times ended in marriage, but it said that there was also a St. Valentine um, that opposed, um, there was a particular Roman god that apparently put a kibosh to marriage at one time frame because they felt that men needed to focus on war, not love. So um, one of the Valentine men actually lost his life to um trying to bring marriage back but um mm. 
he ended up beheaded. Yikes. Right? That's what he gets. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that sucked. Um, anyways, on a lighter note, 145 million Valentine's cards are purchased annually. Mm. Wow. But the same guy? Yes. <laughs> um, He's that dude earlier that had to, multiple girlfriends. He makes oh. them all fan out. <laughs> Can you uh, guess which profession slash person receives the most Valentines annually? Uh, adult sex workers. Teachers. Teachers. You were right. So close. <laughs> and actually, some of them are blind. Some of them are. Yeah. I mean, I support the teachers that have yeah. the OnlyFans yeah. page. Definitely. <laughs> you gotta, right? <laughs> you get a Valentine for my daddy and me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says that uh, $26 billion were spent last year by Americans alone in 2023. The average spending per person is $193. Ooh. Ooh. It's crazy. It's totes cray cray. Totes cray cray. It's a pretty high number. I love this though. Seven hundred and fifty one point three million dollars are spent on gifts for people's pets. Aww. <laughs> I think fair. in the past we've gotten our dogs something. Yeah. Like a little stuffy with a heart, you know. Yeah. yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, what's the most popular gift? Chocolate. Sex toys. Double-sided dildo. <laughs> mind, um, it is candy. Candy? Okay. Yeah. So that that stuff really wasn't that fun. But I know you guys all really want to know more I about do. Valentine's I... favorite candy. Yeah? Let's hear it. Because I do. Uh-huh. Well, I'll, you guys can guess what, what it is if you don't have any. Is this like U.S., well, global? Me, it's the Reese's this heart. is, I do believe, U.S. Um, okay. This particular candy was first developed by a doctor in which he made it. this candy in his um, machines that he made or used for making medical lozenges. Mm. His name was Oliver Chase. Oh, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm guessing it's... I'll give another hint. Yeah, please do. Um, he decided that, you know, changing from medical lozenges to candy was, I wish I would love to know how many times I've said lozenges just in podcasts alone. <laughs> no, I love yeah. the word. I, I want to say out of all the people I've ever known in the world, I think I've heard you say lozenge more than anyone else. <laughs> it's good times. Um, anyways, when his when his candy went big time, they he opened up a company called Neko. And the famous candy was then called Necco Wafers. But what did this develop into? So it is the conversation hearts. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, which I love the idea that when he made these conversation hearts, they were by far much bigger. And his brother um, helped take the whole his, – his brother's name was Oliver. And he was the one that came up with the idea about writing on these pieces of uh. – Tums. <laughs> um, and, um, but because they were much larger, like you could put like a paragraph on them. <laughs> on them which, so this is a few, an example of the first few written things written on conversation hearts. You're swell. No, oh, just wait. Oh, it's good. How long do I have to wait? Please be considerate. Uh-huh. This is my favorite one, though. Married in white, and you will choose right. 
good. We're like a virgin. Hey! <laughs> you know it. Wow. Yeah, they had to have been pretty big if you can I mean, that, that. that one's almost just, like uh, throwing some shade, you know? Yeah. Well, they, you it's know, not just... Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, the, the most common ones are the smaller ones, but they've done those bigger, flatter ones, too. I wonder uh, what those, if that's, like, how they originally were. I I don't know. Maybe I should look and see if there's pictures. Because, like, the wafer discs were that kind of, like, they were, like, little saucers. Wasn't there They're one flat. about pink? There Wasn't there another one about pink? I did not read about pink. Okay, never mind. But the pink ones taste like cancer. They're just... <laughs> it was a play on the married in white. Then there was another oh, one I thought that it like said... Oh, I didn't... Two in the pink one. <laughs> 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 it was a big phrase of the 1800s. <laughs> and then they had to been. be clarified that you should be ingesting these, not putting them in other places. Right. Um, they said that the conversational hearts had its place definitely when the military was big. They, um, The soldiers had sent them back and forth to their families and wives. Well, I suppose, like, they wouldn't... Mm-hmm. It's a kind of a weird candy, like, because when they're fresh, they're kind of chewy, and they're not that good. Apparently, I've never had a fresh one I've in my I've never had life. a good one. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're weird. Like, but as you... They dry out a little bit more, and that's when they're, like, decent. But then I think that's a very narrow window. Yeah. Do you remember when we were in like middle school, early high school, they tried to like modernize the phrases. So it would say things like beep me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Fax yeah. me. Remember that? Yes. Fax, fax me. Fax oh. Me. <laughs> Definitely. Fax me. Be considerate. <laughs> fax <Right>? me. <laughs> Will fax you. Tell me the sitch. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I think there was one also that said, like, text me or something. Yeah, yeah. that could be. Yeah. Um, conversation hearts are good for five years before like, they go bad. I don't know what bad. In the box or in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I forgot about this, but um, in 2019. I remember. Yes, this Conversation hearts were not made that year due to manufacturing challenges and unanswered questions is what they said. <laughs> so, okay. This is where the COVID conspiracy meets up with this. <laughs> right? And, you know... I don't know if anybody noticed. Oh, they did. It was on the news. It was a big deal. Was huge. I remember hearing about it on the news. I also remember not caring. One, exactly. One other company that year tried to make, they put messaging on their candy that oh. year to try to fill the gap. Yeah. The void. The, yeah. Because we all void. had a void in our heart when we didn't have a way to communicate you know be really between our to lovers. Do? It, you give someone a Valentine, and in the envelope, instead of put those hearts, put Tums in there. <laughs> See if they don't. Same why, thing. why don't more people hate on these as much as they hate candy corn? Like, right. Yeah. I will say, though, that if I were to crack open a box, I think my favorite color would be the white ones. I think the white They're ones minty. were pretty good, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I, but you're right, because I was trying to think earlier, the purple ones are also not tasty. They're, those ones taste like Purple pneumonia. and pink are like the icky. Like, yeah. The green ones are good. I don't. I don't remember. It's been for. It's I think like I need years. to go buy some so we can like. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I almost Maybe stopped and grabbed so some. So when did yeah. they come back? So 2019 was it just one year? It there? was just one year. Because didn't the company stop? Yeah. And then a new company picked it up or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. Echo Wafers like went under, didn't yeah. they? Uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like we we're missing out. Just on for a lot. the record, when you were saying it was the first candy, I was I was going to guess Whit Whitman Sampler because when you said the drugstore oh, thing, yeah. I was like Whitman Sampler, but then yeah. it was not. That's a good guess. Uh huh. That's true. And that, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like a box of chocolate. 
Um, Weird Things That You Didn't Know About Valentine's Day was is written by an article by Will Chen. I don't know if I need to mention these like oh, sources why or not? not, but you know. Um, okay, this will be a little trivia for you guys. This product goes up in sales 20 to 30% around Valentine's Day. Condoms. Yes! Ding, 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 ding. Condoms. Durex condoms. They do go up. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's obnoxious. <laughs> Hopefully they don't get lost. You're welcome. You're responsible for, like, overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Now, on the opposite side, this product... Is sold more in March than any other month. What product is this? Well, I think that would probably be the opposite side of the condoms, and that would be a pregnancy test. You got it. <laughs> You're such a smart feller. I was going to go with green dye, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're green, and your cupcake's green. Could you imagine if they made a pregnancy green. test where, like, they they themed it like that, and like a shamrock would show up or something. If it was, <laughs> yeah, it, it surfaces the same time as the McDonald's shamrock shake. Yes. Exactly. Is this like a new version? Like Easter comes up, and it's this is like the bunny dying thing with pregnancy. Is this like a no, no? <laughs> I hope not. In um, on February fourteenth, nineteen twenty nine, this medication was introduced. And your hint is syphilis was mad about it. Uh, penicillin? <laughs> penicillin. Oh. I guess. I, wait, I, what, I, what year? 1920. Oh, Jesus. Why am I saying Viagra? No, dog. You can thank Blanche Devereaux for me guessing that one correctly. <laughs> <laughs> or Sophia's response to Blanche Devereaux. So wait, I get penicillin so I can cure my syphilis. Do you know what? But then the stock market what? crashes in October. True. <laughs> the pink ones taste like penicillin. Because, like, I had to take penicillin for, like, strep throat or something. Oh, and, like, sure. I'm pretty sure that's, like, mm. they taste like medicine. It's that, icky. like, pink syrupy stuff that we used to drink when we were that's kids? Pepto-Bismol. That's like amoxicillin. No, they're, yeah, the yeah. amoxicillin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you what had we the, gave the boys. You had the, the um, at least my pharmacist, they would, like, mix it with, like, this weird bubblegum flavor, which was didn't quite yeah. taste like bubblegum, but it was, like, a pink. That's the amoxicillin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever actually had it as a child. Well, of course, it's you a didn't. bummer when you get older and you get the big capsules and you're like, "These taste disgusting." Right. Even if they made something that tasted good, your mom would be like, "No, that's all right." But she it was, couldn't it was cute that. when we gave it to the kittens because, like, they'd get a little pink on their beards. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's true. It's very cute. Um, a thousand um, Valentine love letters are sent to Juliet in the Italian city of Verona every year. They just randomly mail Valentines oh. to, just a thir- to a dead thirteen-year-old girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way there of looking is a at it. Com about it as well. Is there? What's it? Yeah. What's that titled? Uh, letters to Juliet. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Um, in Seoul, it's single. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like the the rom-com is adequate. Oh, good. Oh, oh okay. Good to know. Nice. I'll have to. You know, I've heard of the title, but I I'd never watched it. In Seoul, single people celebrate what they call Black Noodle Day on Valentine's Day. Um, they wear all black and eat black bean noodles. Hmm. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Does that like shout out that you're single? Like, uh, I guess. Do you mingle with the other noodle people? <laughs> <laughs> Which really, I mean, how kind of wonderful is that? That could be a movie. Just everybody, like, you know who's single. They're all wearing like flat black and they're eating noodles. <laughs> Like, 
there should be a rom-com on that. Um, in 2011, uh, this country banned Valentine's cards, gifts, teddy bears, and other items associated with Valentine's out of backlash against Western culture. Do we know what country it is? What year? In 2011. North Korea. I was going to say Korea. Nope. Russia? Nope. Iran. China? Iran. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh. And this is one of my favorite, favorite things that I learned about Valentine's Day. Did you know that some zoos around the U.S. take the take Valentine's as an opportunity for people to come and they purchase a cockroach? I didn't, I finished saying cockroach. It wasn't dirty. Um, <laughs> And they name it after their ex. Yeah. This person can then watch it be fed to an animal such as a meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jennifer. <laughs> I and would then, do it. I would do it. Totally. Right? Um, however. I would, I would even name it after myself. Like, ah, feed him Gary. No. Just, just, to be, just to be a jackass. <laughs> no. Oh, side note, I used to do that when we'd play... Um, Oregon Trail. I would name a bunch of people in my party, people I didn't like, and when they die, I'd be like, good. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Gary had me look up a little info on Cupid. Actually, he looked it up, but I'm not really able to log into it very well. Oh, don't worry about it. We don't need the Cupid stuff. I actually did just bring it up. Cupid's got a butt. Well, I just, the thing was just like Cupid being, you know, a Roman god, and it just... It's interesting how throughout history he was depicted because like in the early ones, it was like, you know, somebody with like a typical Roman physique that you would see in a statue, not like your normal person. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like kind of a little weird baby. baby. Right. With with like like a ribbon instead of like a robe. It's like, when the fuck? And right. In the original statues, there was like, you know, full frontal and shit. Yeah, there's Dugans everywhere. (laughs) Just so, like in my house. I mean, I don't really know how to put that into a piece other than it was just, I found it interesting. I couldn't find well, specific. Everything you just it. said was great. There we go. Mm-hmm. But it is probably the evolution. And like, you think of art and everything that was restricted during the Victorian era. And that's why I said, do you think it's a product of like, you know. Well, yeah, like you can't era. show nudes, but if it's a, like a cherub, it's okay. Right. I blame no, Disney. That's, what was that? I blame Disney for some reason, but I do. It could they could have an impact on it. Yeah. I also have to add that either it was really cold in Rome or their Dugans were just... Actually, I read thing. something. I don't know if it's true, but like in old art, they would purposely have like small packages because like back then, large junk was associated with like... Barbarians. Yeah. Oh. It does say, which Gary had pointed out, that Cupid, and I didn't know this, had two kinds of arrows or darts. One had a sharp golden point. And the other one was a blunt tip of lead. A person wounded by the golden arrow is filled with uncontrollable desire, but the one struck by the lead feels aversion and desires only to flee. And lead poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. And lead poisoning. <laughs> yeah. And they get a bad case of fleas. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. I really appreciate you sharing that with us, Courtney. Oh, I appreciate you. I think maybe so that's the kind of the, the overall arching of like, the history of it and maybe the candy stuff too is like the whole idea is to try to get people together, you know, get, get together. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a history way before the candy companies, but I, I know now it has been commercialized, but then again, what hasn't been so commercialized? Many, so many commercials. Yeah. 
And at the same time, like some of them, I, I'm okay with like the, the real fight against the commercialization of Christmas. is like, well, it's kind of fun too on some levels. No, it's great. And to like see all the, the different things that are evil. like, we were, ju- we were just saying all these great memories we had of the Valentine's day cards in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the Hot Wheels or whatever Matchbox cars ones that you got. Yeah. I mean, sure, that's a really commercialized thing, but it was it, – it, obviously, it stuck with you because 30 years later, you're, like, telling us about it and loving it. I found myself walking through the seasonal aisles, like, and picking stuff up. There's, I mean, do I need any of this stuff or want any of this stuff? Probably not. No. But there is some joy in looking at, you know, the Valentine's Day colors and – Seeing, like, the word love everywhere. I mean, you can't help but kind of fall into that kind of mentality mm-hmm. and the joy of that. I mean, even, you know, black-shirted noodle people, like, they can, <laughs> you know, that's saying something. Like, they're enjoying being together. I whoa, whoa, noodles. whoa. I just was scrolling down further. There's apparently a demon of fornication out of this pass me by. I want to know. I want to know about this demon of fornication. I would like to hear more. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just read it. Edit what you want. To adapt myths for Christian use, medieval mythographers interpreted them morally. In this view, Cupid is seen as a demon of fornication. There is question if he has a big dugan in his hand. Anyways. um, Or if it's a cucumber or what? I I don't know. My eyes are bad. He's got a hold of either a Pringles can Do you want to borrow my glasses? (laughs) <laughs> what, what has he got a hold of there? I think it's just a quiver. I think it's just oh. on the oh, side. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm all a quiver, but what he's He doesn't look very demonic, though. I can tell you that. So it's like he possessed. Um, the innovative Theodulf of Orleans, who wrote during the reign of Charlemagne, reinterpreted Cupid as a seductive but malicious figure who exploits desire to draw people into an allegorical underworld of vice. Yeah. Count me in. I hear you, Grandma. <laughs> well, and that, that kind of correlates to everything about, you know, the patriarchy of any, like, classical religion of, of that, you know, mentality, especially in Europe. Hmm. If you can't control... Human nature, you'll Better point your finger at it and say, that's what's causing the problems. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be more interesting that, than that, the demon of Fortnite. Okay, well, it'd, it'd be like the like the Krampus of... Yeah. Valentine's yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Valentine's Day Krampus, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you he actually... Issues he, he, just sh- and... he just shows up and fucks you and then leaves. <laughs> He goes and fucks with your barbecued chicken wings, gives you the guy. He gives you the shits and makes you stay with your ex. (laughs) (laughs) Makes you pick out your own goddamn candy. Yeah. So, yeah. Argyle socks. Argyle socks. Shall we partake in some biscuits, everyone? Fuck yeah. All right. Let's biscuit this bitch up. Well, then let me do a transition. All right, and on that note, we'll break, and we'll be back with some biscuits. And we're back. Yeah, we are. How was that for a great break? Well, we, my friends, are in the biscuit basket. So I would would like to invite you all to share a buttered or burnt biscuit. For all those who aren't aware, the buttered biscuit is just something that brings you joy, and the burnt biscuit is something that just 
Burns your biscuits. Burns your biscuits. Burns your biscuits. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. So, Courtney, do you have a biscuit for us? You know, I do. I have a burnt biscuit. A bewildered biscuit, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, I got this document in the mail this week from the Wawatosa Police Department. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where Wawatosa was. Oh, yeah, look it up. I already did. I could have told you. You know, you at least did a it's, good pronunciation. That's from. Did I say it right? That's from my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah down in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. more so, of the you know less neck of the woods. I guess there's not a lot of woods. Is it oh, the upper yes. part? You no, know, it's it's a it's like Waukesha, Milwaukee, that kind of right. area. Wawatosa is where like all the hospitals and stuff are. I know oh. I've heard of it. I just can't, yeah. couldn't pinpoint it without Google yeah. mapping it. You know. Yeah. Well, apparently, they do not have a stellar police department because I received a parking ticket from Wauwatosa. I ain't never been to Wauwatosa. <laughs> I've never said the name Wauwatosa, <laughs> much less, yeah. And they're like, you, you, and not only have you not, like, you received this fine for $36, but we're charging you more because you haven't paid it in a timely manner and that you are subject to go to court to either settle up or fight this ticket and i'm like i've never been to wawatosa i don't know if we ate or went to the comic book shop in wawatosa last time we were down actually i don't think it was the comic book shop. yeah yeah well i i just recently purchased a new vehicle so i've only had this license plate for a short time so i'm like either somebody had this plate before i did or something shady going on is this a scam because it tells you to go to this one web page the mm. website doesn't really look that legit oh. so i'm like mm, i'm blues clues in this I call the Wauwatosa <laughs> Police Department. I'm like, girl, you got to tell me something. <laughs> so I'm like, I got this parking ticket and whatever. She was very kind, and I appreciate her. She's like, let me check the footage. So apparently wherever this parking ramp or whatever it was, she was able to tell. And apparently the officers take pictures of the cars and the plates. wasn't my car. It was a Jeep. And the police officer, like, totally, she's like, the plate that you have is not even anywhere near close to what the plate actually is, like, photographed as. And she said that she would be giving him a stern talking to. Now, my Ooh. question is, the ticket that was sent to you that was meant for this other person, are they going to be penalized for being late when it's like they didn't even get the thing? Right I don't away? know. I hope not. Oh, I don't think I'd mess with this lady. She says she's in charge of all of the parking. She sounded like she took her job, like... I think we should have her on the pod. <laughs> we, should. we should. And I love that she's like, let me check the footage. <laughs> like, she went right to it. She's like, mm, no, it wasn't your vehicle. Like, while you were on the phone? Did yeah. Did she have to get back to you? Yeah, or? she's like, just wait one second. Wow. Let me look at the footage. Yeah. Good so, for her. Mm-hmm. It's so refreshing to hear, like, you reach out and they're actually, like, responsive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sympathetic to what well, you're going Wauwatosa. through. She probably wasn't too busy that Wauwatosa. day. Wauwatosa. <laughs> So, yeah. So, so it's kind of, to, it ended kind of buttered. Oh, yeah, I mean, she I she definitely buttered. handled my biscuit. <laughs> yeah, she like it's kind of like you thought it was burnt, but then turned out it actually wasn't. It was yeah. just a little dark. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. I'll also tell you, I when I purchased this vehicle, it's a Subaru from our local dealership. They gave me plates galore and so much more. Like I ended up with like plates for days. I, I'm getting brand new plates in the mail. I'm getting ones that were already put on my car. And I'm like, hold up. We only need one for the front and one for the back. They didn't match. They're just willy-nilly, like just random plates. Gary was nice. He returned them. I had to return them. And they looked at me like, we don't normally return plates. What are you here for? And I'm like, no, no. 
Somebody wants these plates, trust me. I'm trying uh-huh. to do the right thing here for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh gosh, why, you know, maybe it's related to me. Maybe I have another set of plates I didn't know about. But that's my biscuit. I guess I have a full tray of, of, of buttered biscuits. Oh, a baker's a dozen? Full yeah. Or? tray? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just lay it on us. I, I you know, this uh this move for my mom is it's been a long time coming and it's tough and this weather did not help as we we talked about already. Um but there's been a lot of friends and a lot of people that have been really supportive um and generous with their help, their time, their funds and I know that even with this move there's probably going to be some, you know, changes that my mom's probably going to have to go through. Um but I think with that kind of support I think the idea of what I really want for her, like comfort and dignity and health and everything else for the rest of her life really has this starting point and I'm just excited for it. My buttered and burnt biscuits relate to this as well. So the burnt biscuit is moving as chaotic as it is. And when parts of the house are already in chaos because of moving and unfinished things that you would never be okay with, um, it's really hard to move furniture when you don't know where to step because you're like, there's so much um, extra stuff on the floor because of moving and yeah. rearranging. And- or literally taking it off the thing that you're trying to move. Right. I got to move this and this mm-hmm. to move this oh. thing, but there's six other things. And But the buttered part is when you're moving all that shit into a brand new home with nothing in it, it's like, oh my God, I don't even have to look behind me. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just wheel it in. <laughs> Jay, do you have any biscuits? Got a frozen biscuit. It's been so cold. Oh so no! Cold. Haven't been able to. I usually uh, take my dogs for a walk, like every single day. But it's it's been a couple days where we laid low, ventured out. Mm-hmm. We were able to today. Warmed up a little bit, so that was nice. What's it like when it's this cold to walk into like the hockey arena? Is it like does it like warm in there? <laughs> does it feel like oh this is comfortable? <laughs> Because I know sitting on the benches, I'm always freezing my ass off. <laughs> it, it depends on the venue. Some of the say, rinks are notoriously are cold. Some of them are a little warmer. Um, a lot of them have heaters. It's really a crapshoot no. of A, if they're working, and B, if they'll turn them on, if they are working. I just um, think how miserable it would be coming out of this and into that and being like, oh, I'm getting a, oh, a kind of warmer. Okay. Yeah. It's just kind of like... You get out of the wind... Yeah, the the car ride is might be the the warmest you'll be all day. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the only great. time you're okay with like sweaty, warm <laughs> hockey kids. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the cold has been unbelievable. Yeah, I we're we're paying for the mild winter we've had. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I believe the meme said that winter drove up. And said, heard y'all was talking some shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it feels like. Indeed. Yeah. It was nice to get out. That's nice. Yeah, I agree. Miss Leah. Ooh, Miss Leah. That's me. Do you have any biscuits to share? Do I have any biscuits to share? Um, let's see. Uh, Cedar has some biscuits. Ooh. She got some some shots in her biscuits today. (laughs) So she's got... Sore, sore bun biscuits. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. But she, she takes it like a champ. She's a very good girl at the vet. Does, uh, does she sleep a lot when she gets her shots? Um, To be honest, I was gone all day at work, so she's yeah. been in her sleep. Yeah. But I 
a camera on her so I can watch her while she's in her crate and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, if I get a notification on my phone if she moves at all, then I can peek at her whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, So she just sleeps all day in her crate when I'm yeah. gone. And she's doing that right now, too. Good job. Um, cool. But my vet's really great. Uh, I appreciate them keeping my puppy healthy. That's awesome. That is a buttered biscuit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. Finding a good vet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people ask us, you know, you spend that much on a cat for the vet? And I'm like, yeah, they, they're, they're ours. Like, they, they deserve the, yeah. the full care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'd spent, yeah. I mean, I've been with this vet for, since I've been in Madison, so 10, 12 years. Wow. That's a good relationship when you know your vet. Like, they know your animals. They know how you take care of your animal. Mm-hmm. Right. I've had the same vet since um maddie in eau claire yeah so i mean that's a few dogs back yeah we've had the same vet for 25 years and nothing was more flattering when our vet um she had a dog that she needed to home and she called us personally like i know that this is the perfect dog for you and i was like oh that is just like so sweet and that's Mm -hmm. how we got our savona yeah super Mm -hmm. nice if you ever want to get sniffed She's the one to do it. <laughs> or if you ever want to hear Chewbacca noises on the podcast. Oh, I know. <laughs> so cute. Pazuzu? <laughs> it was wonderful. Hard. So I didn't, or I I apologize, Leah. Is there any more? Or... No, that's it. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I don't really have a biscuit, but one thing I just wanted to throw out that, that buttered my week was um the the packer game i mean i just what got me is i feel like the whole world has just been shitting on jordan love so for him to like pull something off and then to have stats that when you look at it like his first season he actually did perform better than aaron Rodgers. he did perform better than brett Favre. so all the haters can go fuck themselves i mean and he didn't steal money from a company right or a charity right right so already he's ranking above those two for me so just you know I miss old rogers everyone everyone cut them out and then i don't even care where they go from here the fact that they got to the playoffs and then just destroyed them when literally every fucking uh, commentator person had picked D- Dallas to win. I have and... a great, I have a great thing that the listeners might find funny. Um, yeah, so during the game, I was working on a podcast, but not this podcast related project. And Carl and Judy are watching. And during halftime, Jimmy Johnson gets up there and he gives this whole like, "Oh, you gotta get up there and blah blah." And I message our friend Lisa and Gary because I know they're watching the game together, mm-hmm. and I go. Jesus Christ, old man, stop yelling at us. I'm not playing. And I think both of them thought I was talking about Carl's mom because they're both like, I'm sorry. Is it okay? I'm like, no, I'm talking about Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> that is 100% true. <laughs> even, even later that night, Lisa said something else, and I'm like, no, this. The next day, I was like, ooh, there's even articles about Jimmy Johnson's fiery speech. She, she's like, really? I'm like, yep. So I sent her a screenshot of like four that were like, no, no, no. And you're, you're absolutely right. We were watching the game together. We, she was right by me. So when we got that, though, but we we knew that you were in the middle of the move. I didn't think you'd be watching the game. I thought you were moving. So I assumed Those it was two. somebody in, not necessarily Judy, but somebody in the move. 
you know, oh, yeah, yeah. somebody involved with the move that was pissing you off. So I felt terrible. So then later when you're like, no, it's Jimmy, then it was funny. It was funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> well, it is getting late, so we got to wrap this up. All right. So on that note, we're going to say goodbye. We're going to get closing out. And we wish you all a happy, happy Valentine's Day. Whether you celebrate it one way or another, we still want you to enjoy yourself. Absolutely. So could I have you all say goodbye? Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Wicker Biscuit, a podcast Ahoy production. The producers of Wicker Biscuit are Courtney Holub, Ryan LeMay, and Gary Putnam. Assistant producers are Amanda Putnam and Lisa Rudd. Recording and editing is done by Gary Putnam, with Lisa Rudd as the assistant editor. Executive producer of Wicker Biscuit is Gary Putnam. Check out our social media for updates on upcoming pods and for clips and other media referenced in this episode. Links and information can be found in the episode notes. Thanks again from everyone at the Wicker Biscuit family.